This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Yeah. That was very different than the other song you were playing. It is. Uh, Why'd you audible? Well, I didn't. That's uh, that's the Lumineers. But what was the other one? Oh. Well, <laughs> so at the beginning of the show, we Taekwondo asked, or whatever his name yeah, was. We asked uh, our next guest what kind of music he liked, and he threw out a few. One was the Lumineers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Ophelia. I think everybody knows Ophelia. Um, the other one was uh, Kendrick Lamar. Oh yeah, okay. And I couldn't find any clean music. It was all dirty, so I, <laughs> I yep. had to audible. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> one of the best poets of our generation. But yeah, his stuff's not clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, so, ge- what generation am I a part of? Oh, I don't know. Of my, I'm 33. Yeah. For yeah. my generation, mm-hmm. you could be He'd his be grandfather. Did you trust us? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you trust us? Sure. Yeah. Mark and I are that m- most trustworthy generation. Mm. Yes. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Everyone trusts us. And 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 to add to that, if you have a beard, you're even more, more trustworthy. Oh. <laughs> you're, per, you're perceived now, do you as really more trust, trustworthy. Do, do, you actually, do you really actually trust that? Yeah. See? Yeah. It works. I saw a picture of you with shaved face and... You didn't trust him then. Yeah, run. <laughs> Not yet. Run. I said maybe one day. Uh, run, now. run, run. <laughs> well, so, uh, Dan, you've brought another guest. I did. I brought two, so the second one we'll have the opportunity now. So I'd like to introduce Isaac Nagel um, with Young Life. Um, and I'm just going to roll right it, right, right over. I, I know a little bit more about Julie's business because um, backstory there, I actually – helped the, the Department for Blind and Vision Impaired in Roanoke for years. Um, Isaac is a completely different world. I, I give them all the credit in the world for, for doing this, the service that they do. So with that, Isaac, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah. You, you can explain your your organization far better than, than anybody, including me. So Yeah, your organization is uh, Young Life. That's right. The whole thing. The whole thing. No, I'm just Radford and Pulaski County. Mm-hmm. So we do have it in the rest of the NRV. Uh, they are named Young Life New River Valley. Mm-hmm. We're Radford and Pulaski County. So they, they got the better name there. That seems like it would represent all of us, but uh, we're Young Life RPC. I think most people know what Young Life is because either uh, they volunteered, donated, had a child in it, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, cousin, something somewhere along the way and so you know i remember when i was in school i did young life for a couple of years and um i did not know that mm-hmm. did you do it i didn't loser yeah well i don't even think <laughs> no. i knew i honestly don't think i knew about young life until uh i'm i started working with you okay and uh they were upstairs for deepa yeah, they were upstairs yeah. jumping. The, the, You're like, what in the world? They were upstairs and almost came downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? The way that the yeah. floor. They yeah. actually cracked one of the joists the in beams. the floor, yeah. uh, which was no small feat. Mm. That mm. was uh, ah, it's probably 
12, at least 12 inches wide, and 12 by 4 maybe? It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was oak. No, pine. Oh, was it pine? Yeah. It just looked like oak. Yeah. It was so old. <laughs> just old. Yeah, and it shows you to the point for, we're going to let you explain what young life is, but the enthusiasm that your uh, patrons have. And so maybe you can explain that. Yeah. Um, I like to explain it through my story. I grew up at Christiansburg High School uh, right down the road. Uh, I grew up in a a family that went to church, but when I went to high school, I was not quite sure what I believed or um, really had any interest in in Christianity. Um, But I noticed there was a guy that would come three times a week, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the end of the school day, and he would just kind of hang out. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people seemed to know him. Found out his name was Steve Rawls. He introduced himself to me and... uh, Every time that I saw Steve Rawls, he remembered my name. And so that to me is a scrawny little freshman whose brother was the uh, homecoming king. I was always Zach's little brother. So Steve (laughs) knew me as Isaac, which was really big for me. And uh, and I got to know him first, got to know him uh, as a friend. uh, And then I found out he led Young Life, which I knew was a Christian thing. Didn't really want to go. He kept inviting me. Um, a senior girl named Andrea McIntyre mm. uh, invited me. Ah, and I was suddenly very excited. To go. <laughs> yeah, you went. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ball gave me a ride. He was a senior that gave me a ride as a freshman. I felt very cool. Um, but when I went, we had a blast. We had a lot of enthusiasm, as you said. Just um, The meeting was tailor-made for a high school kid to, to have a blast at. Um, so when but, you say that, is it yeah. uh, are you are just kind of having fun throwing dodgeballs or or is it oh, man, a religious focused? Uh, we always try and make it so that a high school kid that walks in, it's a place tailor made for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the music that they like. It's games that they're going to have a blast with. It's we, we sing songs and we don't sing old hymns. We sing uh, songs from their generation that they're excited about. And mm-hmm. um, and at the end, one of the leaders stands up and shares the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it was it was a game changer of, you know, I'd heard the story of Christianity many times in my life. Uh, but when I went to Young Life, it was Steve Rawls standing up who knew me mm-hmm. and I knew him. And he opened the scriptures and he talked about Jesus in a way that I was like, man, it, it hit me in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. And I think it was simply because of the relationship that he and I had. Sure. So I thought about it for the first mm-hmm. time. I felt like it wasn't my parents' decision on, you know, what our family believed. It was mine. Mm-hmm. And so then I really had to consider it. Yeah. Um, and so for my high school years, that was the place that I really went to learn more about Christianity and wrestle with it and figure out what I thought. And um, Steve was a mentor to me throughout, uh, I mean, continually. I'm 33 now. Um, he's been a mentor to me throughout my life. Uh, but when I think about Young Life, I think about relationships. Um, I think about people like Steve, who at the time was a college student that gave up of his time to be someone that invested in the lives of, of students um, by just showing up in their world. Um, he wasn't content to kind of have a, a club that he waited for people to come to. He was going to go to the people. Right. So when I think about what we do, it's the same thing. Um, we've got ministry right now at Radford University, Radford High School, Pulaski County High. We're putting together some pieces for others, but we've got uh, mostly volunteer leaders who say, I'm going to go and I'm going to show up and I'm going to build relationships with those students in the hopes of earning the right to be heard and sharing the gospel with them. So do you find, I mean, you explained your story, yeah. um, and and I suspect that you're not alone in that age group that they, you know, they feel like their parents made them go to church, right? Sure. And, and you uh, chose to be a part of Young Life. Yeah. Do you 
find that the people that are showing up at your meetings choose to go or are some of their parents making them go? Oh, gosh. I don't know of a single kid whose parents make them go. Yeah. So um, so with that being said, how do you get – I mean, the, there's so many people out there that are lost in that world, right? Sure. How, how do you get to the ones that aren't ready to choose? Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, first, it's showing up again in their world, wherever that might be. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's the high school football game. Our leaders are there in the student section. Sometimes it's coaching tennis. Uh, Right now, I coach esports because they didn't have somebody to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's a group of kids that need somebody to care about them and Mm -hmm. invest in them. So um, that's that's my group. Yeah, Yeah. 12 of them. They're all knuckleheads. We have a lot of fun. And (laughs) I coach them on how to play video games that they all know how to play better than I do. But (laughs) um, again, it's because we build those relationships. And then the events that we have are made so that they can have a blast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's made for them. To, uh, tonight, actually, we have Young Life Club in the upstairs um, mm-hmm. at, the side, at door, the side door, and we're going to play ridiculous games, and we're going to sing a bunch of songs. And at the end, William Wolford, shout out to William, is going to stand up and, and get to talk about the gospel, and then afterwards we'll get a cookout. But every week we do something different, but I think kids uh, really connect to it because, again, they know that we care about them. Right. They've experienced that first. And so then when we talk about the things we do, they're like, okay, we'll check it out. Sure. And usually when they check it out, they're like, oh, this is a different vibe, and I really like this. So, What are some of the ch- changes that you've witnessed in the youth that come to you? Yeah. Um, I think there are a lot of kids that don't fit that don't fit typically what we would think of as success with high school students that just need to be cared for. So I, I think a, about a lot of kids that, uh, man— a lot of underserved kids, mm-hmm. kids that aren't listened to, kids that aren't understood, mm-hmm. um, that don't have people in their lives that just slow down and listen to their story. I think um, a lot of adults, myself included, now I'm 33, uh, have a lot of advice to give and want to give that advice. But there's not a lot of people willing to sit and listen, and uh, not with judgment, but with compassion. Right. Um, and I think that when you've earned that, when they know how much you care about them, then they're willing more to listen to that advice. Um, and they're willing for somebody to say to them, hey, what you're doing is really destructive. And the way you're treating your parents or the way you're treating school, you know, like with the way you're going about life is leading you down a really negative road. And as somebody who's experienced, um, I've made a lot of bad mistakes. I've been a really bad person mm-hmm. um, at, at portions of my life. And I really feel like following Jesus has changed a lot of that. So I can say it with a lot of compassion because I'm like, man, I've, I have been there. You know, like I've been making those decisions. I have gotten in trouble for those things. And I can tell you where it leads. Um, and on the flip side, I can say for 13 years now, I've been following Jesus. And I can also tell you where that leads. Um, so I think for a, a lot of the changes we've seen, it comes slow. You know, if you come to our event tonight, you're going to see a lot of kids that are, are wild. And I think a lot of people look at that and say, man, Young Life, are they really, you know, yeah. a Christian organization? Do you yeah. know the kids that go there? They're the same kids that, <laughs> you know, are doing all this other stuff. And for me, it's like, yeah, because those are the kids that um, we want to go after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, where do you get the energy? Because <laughs> oh, that's, man. you know, that's, uh, you got to be pretty amped up to keep up with them. You do. Um, I, I think it's the most life-giving thing I could do. Uh, when you go hang around high school kids or middle school kids or college kids, they have a thirst for life that is contagious. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it sometimes goes in all kinds of different places that it, it you know, it, it's not great for it to go towards. But I, I think when you're around them, there's just an excitement. Um, and, and for me, I think that fuels me and just seeing the decisions they're making. We, we get to share in the difficulties that they have, but also in the excitement that they have, which I, I lead at Radford High School. 
every time they win a state championship, I feel like I won a state championship. Right, sure. <laughs> for somebody that never did sports, I did one year of uh, my senior year. I played tennis for one year. I was a, not a great athlete. But, um, yeah, to get to invest in kids and see them succeed. And right now they're getting into colleges. And right now, I mean, small things. Uh, a, a kid quit vaping the other day and, like, had this long text to me, a heartfelt. And he's like, hey, this is something I want to give up. And I'm like, man, good for you for making a hard decision. You mm-hmm. know, and Kids are getting into colleges that they're, they're asking their the crush that they've got right now to prom. I mean, it's just it's a cool time of life to be invested in people uh, as they're trying to find their way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that gives me a lot of energy. It's funny, Keith, you know, he's talking about these kids and he's saying it's a cool time and all that. And and as a parent, and, and I know you've got kids now, uh, Isaac, so, but they're young. They're really young. Oh, yeah. Six and two. Yeah. So you have no idea. Uh, (laughs) but that, I mean, that's my point is that, uh, parents are like, oh my gosh, I have a teenage girl at home and you're like, I can't wait to get, you know, (laughs) hang out with my teenage kids. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe that's part of it. Maybe the, um, you know, they say it takes a village. Yeah. Yes. Um, parents are doing the best they can Mm -hmm. and, but they've got all the baggage of, you know. They've they've known this kid for sixteen years, yeah, and they know the ins and outs of them, and 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 the kids like I'm tired of being judged by you, yeah, and then the kid comes to you and they don't have the baggage, right? So it's a, like a clean slate. It is. I feel like a lot of I, I mean, at that age, middle school, high school, college, you are trying to forge your own path and yeah. your own identity, and you got to do that apart from your parents. Uh, I, I'm someone who has the best parents in the world, um, Jay and Becky Nagel. They own New River Engraving, yeah, Christiansburg. Uh, wonderful people. <laughs> Uh, and when I got into high school, I wanted nothing to do with them, like every high school kid does. Yeah. And and thank goodness there were caring adults that entered into that space when I was, you know, sure. time, not apart from my parents, but you know what I'm saying. And, yep. and I think the same for my six-year-old, who is the coolest kid in the world. His name's Fitz. He's in kindergarten, becoming more and more independent. That's and a cool name. A day. That's yeah. a cool name, yeah. His middle name is Fitzgerald. My wife's maiden name. Uh, we call him Fitz. But uh, there's going to be a day that he hits middle school or high school and he wants nothing to do with me. Not because right. I'm a bad parent, because that's just the, the age of life he's in. And, and I pray that there will be uh, people that enter into his life mm-hmm. during that time. You know, it takes a village that will walk with him in that. So, uh, yeah, I, I think for us, that's a sacred space that we get to enter into. And it's a, it's a mixed bag of people that lead with us. Uh, that Tracy Ramsey, a mother of four, is one of our newest leaders. And then we've got, you know, a, a handful of college kids. We've got six right now that are leading. So, um yeah, it, it's it. It doesn't take the coolest people in the world to lead. I'm not one of the coolest people, but it just takes people willing to invest. Yeah, and, and all of our leaders are are really willing to invest. And, yeah. So, so the probability for in, an individual who's pulling this podcast down and listening to it is a parent or a grandparent or an aunt, an uncle, cousin, an older brother. Uh, if they're looking for you and trying to learn more or find when a meeting date is or anything else, how do they find you? Yeah. So, um, kids always find us on Instagram. Okay. Um, that's where we connect with students the most. And, and, uh, we're RPC young life on Instagram. You can find us on there. Um, we do have a website, rpc.younglife.org that adults can find us. And, um, and often that'll have, uh, the Instagram has what we're doing and when, and, and the um, website kind of has who we are. Mm. Uh, but the best way to connect them is to connect them with a leader. So if you've got a kid that's going to high school in the area, yeah. call me and say, yeah. hey, would love to get them connected. Because all the different schools have different uh, days that they meet, different times. Typically, we meet on Mondays. A huge group of our, our kids are 
boy soccer players that have games every Monday right now, so we switched it to Wednesdays. So, you know, I can't give you a time where it's like, hey, we always meet this night at this time. Sure. Um, but it's got all the information on there that has my contact. Awesome. And I can be sure to tell you where we're going to meet and when and all that good stuff. Yeah, and for people bigger in the community that want to get involved in other ways besides actually attending, I think there's information on there too. Oh, yeah. So that'd be great. Yep. We certainly appreciate you taking the time today. Good job. Good questions. Good questions, Mark. Did you notice how I just sat here? (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you for letting me do that. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, you did a great job. All right. Is that it? That's uh, – we may have time to come back in and maybe let Dan say a a word or two. He's right there. You want to just talk to him now? Uh, Sure, we could do that. Dan, <laughs> welcome back. Yeah. All right. Hey, so I wanted to just say quickly, as far as the chamber is concerned, you know, these are two groups here that are profit, nonprofit, but certainly both helping the greater good of the community and not just the, the city of Radford. But when I say the community, I truly mean it. Right. A lot of the, the lines are blurred as far as uh, counties and cities and towns and stuff like that. But the the chamber uh, also f- uh, performs that function. You've got businesses that are within the city, and you have some that are without the outside of the city. But they're looking to do business or are currently doing business throughout. If individuals are looking to get in touch with you or learn more about how they can get engaged, I know that there's after hours that you guys do. There's concerts and volunteer opportunities that people can just kind of get it. And I saw a recent testimonial by someone who just been volunteering at things and said how great it is that when they get around the volunteers, they're all other like-minded civic, and it's just refreshing from that. So if someone is looking to kind of get more engaged in the community, whether it's a volunteer or a business owner who's looking more as far as what the chamber can do or whatever it may be, how do they find you and, and learn more about that? So the first piece of that puzzle is our physical location. So we're on 203rd Avenue, Mm -hmm. um, right up from Sharkey's. Um, So office door, if it's open, I'm in there. So you're more than welcome to drop in anytime. Um, Phone number is 540-639-2202. There again, if I'm not there, leave a message. Um, I'm I'm an office of one, so I'm in and out quite a bit. and as far as Facebook, it's Radford Chamber of Commerce. Um, find everything that's going on there in and around Radford. Um, and website has a calendar of events on there as well. Yeah. So that's RadfordChamber.com. And you've got businesses over breakfast that people can attend and learn more about other businesses. And you've got after hours that people can come and see some of those faces firsthand and all that other stuff. We've got a golf, golf tournament coming up in May. Yeah. I'm always looking for volunteers for that. Yep. Um, I'm more than happy to take sponsorships as well. Sure. Um, it's one of our um, two signature events that we use for fundraising yeah. um, to keep our doors open. Yeah. Um, Summer concert series, partnering with the city of Radford and mm-hmm. Co. We got five of those coming up, yep. um, May through September. Awesome. Um, th- those have been posted, so um, you can always go to the Radford Chamber website to to the event page and and learn more about what's going on. Um, so, to your point, I'm very much a. I love seeing businesses thrive, right? Um, whether it be a nonprofit, for profit. Um, And if everybody thrives, then everybody is successful and and everybody's happy and 
um, it, it just seems to make the world go around, make make it a much better place. And yeah, absolutely. Radford, New River Valley is um, – I grew up in Roanoke um, but went to school at Radford University. Um, so I, I love this area. I love southwest Virginia. I think so many things to offer, and um, Radford's no exception. New River Valley's no exception. So, yeah. Um, awesome. Well, we certainly appreciate you and appreciate you bringing in the wonderful guests. All right. With that being said, everyone enjoy the weekend. You've been listening to. Oh, and if you get an opportunity, go up to the Red Bud Festival uh, today. That's right. Well, it starts at 2 o'clock. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough. Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Am I more than just the sum of every high and 